Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Mild at Heart, our series here at Straight White American Jesus on love, sex, and masculinity after purity culture. My name is Brad Onishi. I'm faculty at the University of San Francisco. I want to talk again today about love and purity culture and how uh, purity culture's vision of love and, and model of love uh, is really just uh, dysfunctional and uh, misguided at best and toxic at worst. Last week, I talked about the soulmate myth, and I talked about how uh, the soulmate myth uh, goes back to Plato, and I think many of us are familiar with the story of finding the one and finding our other half, and you know, historians will say that goes, and philosophers will say that goes back to Plato, and Plato has this whole story in the symposium, and, and that's where we get that. Well, my argument is that it goes back further than Plato to Yahweh and the Israelites, because Yahweh enters into a monogamous and monotheistic relationship with the Israelites and vice versa. Yahweh promises to fulfill and complete uh, the Israelites, to give them uh, all their desires and and to fulfill them and to protect them in ways that sound very much uh, like what is supposed to happen when you meet your soulmate. Uh, I talked about how this is problematic because uh, even if we think that the that there is a, an omnipotent God of the universe who is your soulmate, uh, that another human being certainly is not. And so to place on them the expectation that they would fulfill you and complete you and make you happy uh, is just not a, a good model. I want to talk about this a little further because I think there's even more uh, here than we were able to get into last time. So let's just uh, sort of think about uh, Plato one more time, okay? And I promise this is going to go somewhere that uh, is very relevant for 2021 and, and purity culture. In Plato's story, and it's it's told through, again, this, this comic poet named Aristophanes in the symposium. You know, Aristophanes in, in the symposium stands up at this banquet and he, he gives a speech about love and, and soulmates. And he basically says that each of us has been cast down to earth as uh, a half of ourselves and we are searching for our missing half. And that basically the goal of human life is to find our other half, right? The missing one that will complete us and make us whole. As I talked about last week, this sets up everyone else that you love before that person as a mistake, right? There's no recognizing anyone else as helpful or beneficial or constructive. They are just a mistake on your journey of finding your other half who will complete you. Well, one of the overlooked aspects of what Aristophanes says is that if somebody actually found their other half and if they were actually able to complete this mission to uh, join with that person and reunite into the kind of spherical ball of a uh, of a matched pair that they were before zeus cut them apart and sent them down to earth that if this unity were to actually take place that they would be motionless right that there would be no need any longer for their journey on earth to continue that essentially the mission of their life would be fulfilled and so they would enter back into this unity with their soulmate, and that would mean that they were complete and fulfilled, and everything would be sort of settled. In essence, they would stop moving. They would stop progressing. They would stop their journey. Uh, There would be no reason to go forward. 
there would be no reason to search for anything else. Life would be, in essence, over. Now, this, again, I think, uh, pertains to purity culture because we get a similar story, at least in part, in purity culture. Again, anyone out there who's gone through it knows that you're taught that uh, the goal of, of any dating relationship, of any romantic relationship, is to get married and to find the one. And you do so in order to, you know, sort of fulfill your life, and uh, it's all part of God's plan for who you are. Once you find that person, you are, in essence, complete. You have found the one who is meant for you, the one that God has planned for you. And so, yes, there are things to do, right? You know, God's people have a mission, and they need to evangelize, and they need to do this, and they need to do that. But when it comes to think of your love life, when it comes to thinking about your relational life, when it comes to thinking about your romantic life, it's kind of mission complete, right? And there's really no way to go forward. There's nothing to accomplish further. I know that uh, some out there listening, and you know, if there's any evangelical counselors or pastors out there, they might be thinking, no, that's not true. Every marriage can work on greater forms of intimacy and greater forms of togetherness and, and all that stuff. Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing. Ideologically, conceptually, once you've met the one, it's, it's done. You're not going to get divorced. You're doing what God has wanted. What God has joined, let no person separate. You've now left your one flesh, Genesis 1, to join, uh, join together with the person who God is, has destined you for. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 